Why don't we just thank the Lord for His goodness and His mercy? Amen. Why don't we just come before His presence? Lord, they that worship you must worship you in spirit and truth so have your way today father as we come before your presence god as we recognize god that we belong to you lord here in your presence god where heaven and earth collide the father right now we we just sang god right hallelujah come on church why don't you just pray in the spirit and pray with understanding hallelujah jesus lord we give you honor we give you praise for all that you are about to do father we thank you god that we are in your presence we thank you god that we sense the nearness of your presence in such a powerful manner god and lord the safest place to be is in your presence so Lord, as we come into your presence, God, we want to be reminded, God, of the situation around the world. We want to be reminded about the whole situation in Singapore, COVID-19. Father, we thank you, God, that, Lord, whatever measures that the government is putting God forth, God, is working. And I thank you for that, Father. I pray, God, continually, God, that your hands, God, will be upon, Lord, our frontliners. Come on, would you pray and join in together with me right now? Lord, that your hands will be upon all those that are in the front line, Lord, beginning from the hospital, God, and Lord, to the Changi Airport and all those that are in the immigration department, Lord, that you be with them, Lord. I plead the blood, Lord. I plead the blood of Jesus, God, over every saint, God, who is in the front line right now. They are your covenant children, Lord. I pray and I commit them into your hands, Lord, that you will go before them, Father, right now, God, that no diseases will come near them in the name of Jesus. And I pray, God, for those, God, that are going through, God, or, or going through this whole ordeal, God, that you will be with them, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, God. We bind that spirit of fear. Amen. Lord, that the church should not stay in a state of fearfulness because we have you. You did not give us a spirit of fear, but you give us power, love, and a sound mind. And Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, I speak the soundness of mind, God, upon the hearts of the people. In the name of Jesus, we give you honor, we give you praise. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, let's thank the Lord. He is worthy to be praised. Amen. And also, Father, we just want to commit, God, the situation around the world into your hands, Father. Lord, that you are putting everything everything in place, God, we declare, God, that you are in charge. We declare, God, that you are God. Lord, you know exactly what needs to be done, Lord, to bring, God, the furtherance of the gospel. And Father, I pray for nations. I pray, God, for leaders, God. I pray, God, Lord, that they are in the palms of your hand, that you are setting the stage, oh, Father, for your great return, Lord, that you are coming back again, Lord. But before you come back again, God, that you will pour out your spirit upon all flesh. So, Father, I pray, God, that the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will fill this earth, Father. Lord, again, I pray your prophetic utterance, God, your prophetic word, God, that the people will come, Lord, that you will fill the earth with the knowledge, with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Amen. Father, as the waters cover the sea, Lord, as the waters cover the earth, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we, we commit, Lord, every one of this nation into your hands, God. Again, God, you are setting the stage. And Father, I pray, God, that you will, Lord, your hands will be upon us, God, the people of God, Lord. Again, we 
ask, God, that you will invade our world with your holy presence, Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Shall we just give thanks to the Lord? Amen. You are worthy to be praised, Father. You are worthy to be praised. And also, God, before we move on to any part of the service, Lord, I just want to pray and I want to commit, God, our tithes and offerings into your hands, Father. Lord, again, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we want to pray, God, that you use these tithes and offerings for the expansion of your kingdom. Hallelujah, God, because the gospel is unstoppable. So again, God, I pray, God, as we prepare our hearts to give, Father, Lord, we want to be a cheerful giver, Lord, that you will receive our tithes and offerings. Lord, in Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen. Uh, good morning to every one of you. Amen. Welcome to the Tabernacle of Joy. If you are here, you know, very, for the very first time, we welcome you. Amen. Uh, and for all our saints who are worshiping at home, you know, uh, uh, we miss you. The Lord is doing a quick work. But uh, before we move on, I want to share some good news. Amen. How many of you are ready for some good news? Okay. I want to congratulate the thanks, you know, Chris and Lynette. They, uh, Lynette gave birth to a baby girl. Amen. You know, uh, early morning uh today you know again uh we want to congratulate the thanks you know why don't we just pray for sister lynn and the baby right now father in the name of jesus lord i thank you god for this bundle of joy father that your hands god will be upon lord sister lynn god and the baby god Lord, again, I, I, I commit them into your hands, God. I pray for healing, God. I pray, Lord, that, that Sister Lynn, God, Sister Lynette, God, Lord, that she's gone through a lot. Lord, uh, I pray, God, that you replenish her with strength. I pray, God, that you will give her the strength, God, that she needs, God, to continue, God, to take care of the baby, Lord. I pray, God, that everything, God, will be smooth. Lord, that there'll be, Lord, a, a, a smooth transition, Father, right now. Lord, again, I commit, Lord, the family into your hands. I pray, God, it's a joyous occasion and we want to celebrate this time together with them and we thank you for this brand new joy of life, Father. Hallelujah. Father, again, we give you honor, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you just join us online today, welcome to the Tabernacle of Joy. Amen. Okay. We are having our service online and uh, we, 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 we are thankful that you even tuned in. Amen. Uh, today, I want to talk to you about something that is very dear to me. You know, uh, I, 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 I like, you know, I think the Christian life, if you can summarize everything about the Christian life, is this thing called balance. So today, I want to talk to you a little bit of this thing called the sweet spot. You know, uh, I, I want to live in that sweet spot. And I will explain what sweet spot is really all about. But I want you to picture this together with me. You know, food at the right temperature, food just in time when you come back. This morning, my, my wife prepared me a coffee that is just right. Amen. Just not too hot, not too cold. Amen. And it's and, and just the right kind of bitterness with sweetness. Everything just perfect. You know, and, and if you take a shower in the morning, you know, you want the water temperature to be just right. You know, and when you lay down on bed, you want everything, the furniture, just comfortable enough. You know, when we talk about things like uh, steak just right, you know, I want to eat steak that is just right. Life just right. Amen. Everything is just in that 
sweet spot. You know, again, not too much, not too little, not too hot, not too cold. You know, again, when it comes to demands of work, I want to be in that sweet spot. You know, I, I, I want to find my passion, but yet at the same time, I have my financial security. Amen. In, in our relationships, you know, uh, uh, we want just the right amount of romance and just the right amount of caution. Amen. We want to be motivated by the just right amount of ambition. Amen. But not too over uh, ambitious. Amen. In other words, balance. You know, uh, uh, the Bible is all about the book of balance, the fear of the Lord and the Goodness of God. Amen. Right balance. That's in the middle. And then we, when we talk about things like, you know, uh, 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 grace and truth. Amen. You know, again, everything right in the balance. When you listen to the word of God, but you also need to be the doers of God. Word. Amen. And then you also think about things like, you know, when you worship him, you must worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. I think the challenge for us in the 21st century is to avoid extremes. Amen. And, 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 and in order for us to avoid ex extremes, you know, I, I believe that there is a place that God wants us to be. It's called God's sweet spot. Amen. You know, not too much fear, but enough Amen. For me to be concerned. Amen. Amen. Okay. So when tennis players, when they talk about that sweet spot, you know, uh, uh, it is about, you know, uh, 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 play, you know, placing your swing. You know, I, 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 I used to have uh, uh, this, this stroke of mine. It's a flat uh, uh, stroke. You know, I used to be a tennis player and, and I know that, 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 that the ball will just jump off with the maximum velocity and precision and no vibration. Amen. There is this place that, that, that in a tennis court, you know, I still remember when growing up, I, I was famous for that, that, that flat hit. You know, it's not a top spin. Top spin is easy. Okay. But it's just the perfect flat you know, stroke. And, and when I hit it, I know I hit it. I don't even need to look anywhere. I know I hit it. It's just so sweet. I just can close my eyes and bam. And then it went so fast straight down the line, you know. And, 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 and my opponent, most of the time, they cannot get it. It's that, that, that sweet spot. And I believe that, 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 that God wants us to live in that sweet spot, you know. Career counselors describe your sweet spot as the job where you do what you love and do it well and get paid for it. Amen. Amen. What should you like to live that way? And, and in the same way, there is a place God wants you to live uh, where, you are, where, where you are living with purpose, not senseless, clarity and not chaos, not running too fast or too slow, not buying bigger and bigger houses, but not living in in cardboard boxes, <laughs> in balance, in contentment, it's God's sweet spots. You know, for 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 us to 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 walk into that sweet spot, I, I don't think we can do it alone. Well, I, it, we need God, Amen. We need the person that brings everything together. And and for us to talk about this sweet spot today, I want to turn to the book of Proverbs chapter thirty, and we're going to be reading from verse one all the way to verse nine. You know, Proverbs chapter. Chapter 30 is a very unique book, okay? Uh, uh, it's not very flowy because you can see that the author of Proverbs chapter 30, uh, his name is Ega, okay? Ega. 
Okay, you know, uh, uh, again, you know, nothing much said about him. We don't know whether even he's he's a Jew, you know. But but many scholars believe that that his origins was from uh, uh, Arabia. You know, oh, that's interesting. So so let's turn to the books of Proverbs chapter thirty, verse one to four this morning. Amen. So if you have your Bible, please turn, open the Bible, and read it together with me. Amen. So let's begin by reading in verse 1. The words of Agar, the son of Jacob, even the prophecy the man spoke unto Ethel, even unto Ethel and Ukel. Okay. Then we move on. Verse 2. Surely I am more brutish than any man and have not understanding and have not the understanding of a man. I neither learn wisdom nor have the knowledge of the holy. I am more brutish, not British, sorry, brutish, than any man and have not the understanding of a man who had ascended up into heaven or descended, who had gathered the wind in his feast, who had bound the waters in a garment, who had established all the ends of the earth, what is his name and what is his son's name, if thou canst tell? Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. Do not add to his words, lest he rebuke you and you, and you be found a liar. Two things I've requested of you. Deprive me not before I die. Remove falsehood and lies far from me, and give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food allotted to me, lest I be fool and deny you and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. Amen. Shall we just leave our hands, you know, today for the next few moments? I, I don't think it's going to be a long message, but uh, uh, who knows what God can do. But anyway, let's, let's leave our hands and ask God to bless us, amen, uh, with understanding, amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, for the next few minutes, it's crucial, God, that we understand, Lord, this whole passage. Lord, I'm asking God that you give us understanding. I'm asking God that you not only give us understanding, but you begin to speak to us personally. Amen. Lord, again, we need you. Lord, especially during this period of time, God, where, God, we need the presence of Jesus Christ and we need the power of the Lord. Amen. Helping us. Lord, help us. We open our hearts to you. And Lord, I pray, God, that you will remove every distraction so that I can listen and flow in the Holy Ghost, God. Again, I commit this time into your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people say, Amen. I want you to raise your hands and thank the Lord for His goodness and His mercy. Amen. Amen. Again, I want to talk to you about the prayer of Agar. Amen. The prayer of Agar. You know, the Bible talks about the prayer of Jabez and then the blessing of Asher. You know, and today I want to talk to you about a man well-known 
you know, by his prayer. Amen. I, I, I think all of us would know this prayer that is found in Proverbs chapter 30, verse 7 and 9. In fact, if you know Jeff Arnold, Jeff Arnold loved to use this scripture. You know, the Proverbs, he was famous for his prayer. Amen. I, I want you to understand he was famous for this prayer. Let, let's look at this prayer for a moment. I, and I love this prayer a lot. You know, uh, two things I request of you, deprive me not before I die. Can you sense the urgency when he says, two things I request of you. Deprive me not before I die. Remove falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food allotted to me. The international, the new international version will say daily bread. <laughs> Amen. And verse 9, lest I be fool and deny you and say who is the Lord or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. Amen. So again, I want you to notice that, that, that right away you can see Ega uh, 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 was famous for his prayers. And, 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 and I'm just get very excited about it because, you know, Ega, uh, 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 nothing was really mentioned about him. Amen. You know, he didn't open the Red Sea. You know, God didn't use him to open the Red Sea or, or he didn't do all those major miracles. He was known for his prayer and his prayer ended up in the book of life. Amen. Amen. And, and again, uh, uh, that is so exciting because, you know, Eger uh, 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 was a nobody just like you and I. I. You know, when I think about this person called Eger, you know, I, I just can't help it. You know, but to think about him, you know, as an ordinary man, just like Jabez or just like Hannah, you know, they had just that, that few seconds, but, but that few seconds is so powerful in the word of life. Amen. You know, I may not be, uh, 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 you know, uh, comparing myself with Paul. Paul did so much, but, but, but nevertheless, we, in the Bible, you see that there are people that are, are, are known for their prayers. Like Hannah was known for their prayer. Jabez was known for his prayer. And you can be known. Known, you know, you can be known that, that that means literally that anyone can be used of God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I, I I I get so intrigued by it, you know. And and before we 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 go into the book of Proverbs chapter thirty, let me give you some some context. Okay, let me give you some uh, uh background. Okay, you know, again, Proverbs has thirty. 31 chapters, okay, 31 chapter. And Bible scholars agree, generally speaking, Solomon personally wrote or compiled chapters 1 to 29, okay, 1 to 29. And chapter 31, okay, you know, all of us know Proverbs chapter 31. It was, I mean, many times we use that in our Mother's Day, you know, a, a, a message, you know, it's the virtuous woman, amen. You know, and it was written by Proverbs, Chapter 31 was written by King Lemuel, uh, amen, Lemuel, <laughs> okay, uh, and, 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 and between 29 and 31, there is Proverbs chapter 30. It was written by this guy by the name of Eger, amen, <laughs> Eger. So what do we know about Eger? Not much. Uh, the opening words of chapter tells us that he was the son of Jacob. The Bible scholar says that he may have been from North Arabia. And that's all the history we have. <laughs> I mean, but, but what is important that his words made it into the book of life. Amen. Amen. Again, uh, 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 
you know, again, I've said this again, you know, Agar was known for his prayer life. Amen. So we're going to be unpacking, you know, unpacking uh, uh, these few verses, you know, to help us understand how we can apply it. Amen. I would recommend you just to read Proverbs chapter 30, but I will say this to you. Uh, Agar is quite a character. You know, he goes from one flow to another flow. It's not really, when you read Proverbs chapter 30, it's not a whole entire thesis. You see, he's going all over the place. You know, I just can't help it, but wonder maybe he's a uh, uh, orange green you know uh, he you know he can talk one subject like me and then suddenly he switched to another subject that has got nothing to do with it. then he go back to that subject amen so so again when you read the proverbs of chapter 30 you know i was doing a deep study on it and my goodness he's all over the place but but what he said was very powerful but it was not very flowy amen okay so when you study the books of proverbs chapter 30 know this it's not you know a uh, uh, very flowing it's not like one chapter he's he can jump from one point to another point and 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 i repeat again you know my first takeaway from from just reading the first verse is this anyone can be make a difference we may not be famous but we all can make a difference amen i i i i do not have any apostolic uh, legacy in my life amen but nevertheless that doesn't mean that god cannot use me i can make a difference just like eager can make a difference and he made his difference by his prayer life amen you know I, it's interesting, you know, uh, 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 you know, I've been studying a lot about prayers lately, you know, prayers, you know, I'm just prayer of Hannah. I want to see, is there a common trend? And, and, and something that I find about the Bible that, that talks a lot about man's prayer life. Amen. And, and if, if you, 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 you were to, to, to be use of God, I, I, I think you cannot, you cannot take away prayer, amen, amen, you see, prayer is such an important deal, and, and again, you know, we read this prayer, Proverbs chapter 30, verse 7 to 9, could it be that this is the prayer that we need to pray to get that balance, you know, and Jesus did talk about, you know, give us this day, our daily bread, you know, and finally I understood, you know, what daily bread is really about, it's really about balance, amen, that's why he says, lead me not in temptation, Deliver me from the evil one. There's a balance there. Amen. And, and I think that so many times that we don't pray for that balance in life. You know, you know, I pray a balance like, like, you know, as much as I love my children, they cannot be my idol. Amen. I got to put them at the right place at the right time that, that at the end of the day, I need to work. But, but work is not all that I do. Amen. I'm a worshiper too. You know, I'm a father. I'm a, I, 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 I am the husband. Uh, but at the same time, I'm also a worshiper lord help us find that right balance amen and, and and life is all about balance you know if we are unbalanced you see everything else in our life goes tumbling down you know we find it hard to find that right balance until we go back to that that that, that fulcrum the center and what's that center jesus christ is our center amen if you find it hard to balance your life here's something that i want to encourage you joe go find jesus and he will find that right balance to your life amen so so let's begin unpacking these few verses okay again i i want you to understand in proverbs chapter 30 verse 1 to 4 you can hear eager's humble confession and cry 
Amen. In verse uh, uh, 1, it says this. Okay, in verse 1, it says this. Let me go there real quickly. You know, in verse 1, the words of Agar, the son of Jacob, even the prophecy, the man spark unto Etl, even unto Etl and Ukel. You know, again, I, I want you to understand that 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 Agar uh, uh, was, you know, uh, known for his his prophecy, amen. He, he was an oracle of God. The word prophecy emphasized that his message is divinely authoritative, amen. It's the same Old Testament word that, that, that uh, uh, many of the prophets uh, indicate that God was speaking to through them, amen. Amen, it was the same word of prophecy. And when God speaks to his messenger, it is indeed a heavy weight and must be unloaded. It is a pressing word that must be delivered, you know. It, I'm, I'm, I'm so intrigued, you know, when I start to think about this guy who don't have any background at all, that God can speak to Agar, amen, that God can use a, a person, and, and, and many scholars do not believe that he's really Jew, you know, and God, just like he used Abraham, uh, he can use anyone else in the world that is looking for answers, amen, and, and later on, we, we, we will study a little bit more of his background that I believe in the last days that God will raise up people such as Agar, Amen. That, that suddenly, out of nowhere, they will just appear on the scene. Amen. Because God knows how to talk. God knows how to bring deliverance. God knows how to use people. Amen. So again, you know, his, his audience, when he penned this Proverbs chapter 30, his audience, his students was ETL and UKL. You know, unfortunately, you know, when I study the scripture, the Bible does not reveal his relationship to this to, to the man. <laughs> okay, uh, you can search it. UKL, ETL, nothing. <laughs> okay, so go, let's go back to what is important. You know, and and he start off with his humble confession in verse two. He says, "Surely," he says this, "Surely, I am more brutish than any man." and have not the understanding of a man. And then he goes on to tell us this, I have neither learned wisdom, nor have the knowledge of the Holy One. I am more brutish than any man, and have not the understanding of a man. Amen. You know, when you start to think about that, you know, his humble confession from the very beginning is very refreshing. <laughs> Eger mentioned his, his background of lack of qualification for the role of a prophet, one to whom God divinely speaks. He acknowledges that he is a human and, and he, 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 he is in, he's insufficient to be a, a wise teacher. And, and, and again, Eger confessed that he is unlearned and uneducated. He describes himself as brutish, which means in the, the strong concordance, ignorant, foolish, stupid, the root of this word is used to describe animals. Amen. Agar's humility is so refreshing. He admits that, first of all, Lord, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm just like an animal. I mean, I survive, you know, uh, by the fetus of uh, what, uh, 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 you know, I survive by, by just, you know, just being a beast, you know, the, uh, the, the survival of the fetus, you know. And, and he was just acknowledging that's how I used to live my life. And, and, and Agar acknowledged that he lacked Wisdom, amen. Uh, Eagle confesses that he lacked the knowledge of the Holy One, amen. Again, he was never 
taught about the fear of the Lord. He was never taught about the goodness of God. You know, and, and, and again, uh, 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 the word knowledge there comes the word yada, which means to know personally, intimately, and by experience. Uh, Eger confesses that he lacked the theological training or the powerful call. He, like Amos, was neither a prophet or the son of a prophet. Then Eger adds one more detail that he had never had the powerful personal life-changing experience with God. Amen. But, but here's something that is beautiful. Then, then in verse 4, it reads like this, you know, who had ascended up into heaven or descended, who had gathered the wind in his feast, who had bound the waters in a garment, who had established all the ends of the earth, and what is his name and what is his son's name? If thou can tell, despite, you know, I, I, I just want you to understand that despite Eger's ignorance, when he look at nature itself, he knows that there's a supernatural being, amen, that this supernatural being is powerful and, and in the midst of it all, he had a prophecy of Messiah, amen. I say again, he longs to know God because he cannot deny the fact that this did just happen. Somebody created this thing. Somebody is in charge. Somebody is powerful. Amen. And he was seeking God and, and Eger, remember this, he was not raised in a godly home. He did not have parents who, who taught them the ways of the Lord. Amen. He, he, he was like a native hidden country, not chosen nation of who Jehovah had established a covenant, but something spoke to Eger's heart and told him that, that, that there was a God beyond whatever superstitious idols, amen, where he worshipped in his native land. There was a real God, a wise, living, powerful God, a God who was greater than the limited imagination and understanding of the people, amen. And again, you know, Eger looked at the wonders of the world around him and he was, uh, although he was uneducated and unwise, untaught in truth, he had enough instinctive sense to know that somebody designed and created it all. Eager, searching, inquiring, so cried out with six questions. Who is able to ascend up to heaven and descend from heaven? Who holds the wind in his face and releases it upon the earth? Who has wrapped up the waters in the clouds and the waters that fall on the earth? Who established the earth with all its boundaries? What is his name and what is his son's name? Amen. Six questions that we should be asking. Who has visited heaven? We all know that. Who has visited heaven? Jesus Christ. Who's gathered the wind? Who's controlled the sea? Who made the earth? Who, what is his name? And what is the name of his son? Amen. I, I, I hope you understand this. That's why he was known as a prophet because, you know, God inspired him and he was so inspired he looked at nature and he started declaring and and i i do not know you know whether he know it and suddenly he 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 started prophesying about the name of his son amen oh talking about messiah talking about jesus christ and then he end up with crying out saying surely you know oh oh if thou can tell surely you know wow you know again uh this is something unique you know again 
again, he, he was talking about, you know, Jesus Christ himself. You know, he first answered the question and we need to turn to the book of John chapter 3 verse 13. You know, he goes like this, you know, I, I'm not going to be flashing it up. But, but anyway, if you read John chapter 3 verse 13, and no man had ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the son of man, which is in heaven. Amen. That was a prophetic utterance when he quoted who had ascended up unto heaven or descended. Amen. There was a prophetic word that, that in the midst of a worship, there was a prophetic utterance. Amen. That came upon him. You know, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes when we start worshiping the Lord and, and we don't know the words that come out of my mouth. Oh, the prayers that come out of my mouth could be a, an utterance from the Lord. Amen. If God can use anger, God can use me. Amen. He was so in all of God's presence and the words that came out that God will put words in our mouth to pray for that nation and he became prophetic hallelujah amen the spirit of God moved upon Agar's searching heart to ask about Jesus and to preserve his question in his inspired word because we read next on amen I love this scripture here you know it goes on to tell us you know uh, uh, in verse 5 and 6 you know it goes like this every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in Him. And then, in read verse 6, do not add to His word lest He rebuke you and you be found a liar. You know, I don't know about you, but, but I want you to picture this. Somehow or rather, in this particular scripture that Agar got a hold of the Torah. Amen. And, and, and he realized the power of the word Torah. I mean, the power of the word. And, 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 and when he grabbed a hold of it, he said, every word of God is pure. I, I, I wish that, that we as apostolic in the 21st century would have that kind of intensity that he hold the word. He says, every word of God is pure. And, and he is a shield to those who put the trust in him. Amen. That, that somehow rather from this scripture in verse 5, it tells us that he had an experience with God. That, that, that when he put his trust in the word of God, he put his trust in God. And, and then God came as a shield for him. Amen. That he has an experience with God. And, 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 and in verse 6, and we use this scripture quite a lot in, in UTB, the, the second or the first lesson. Do not add to his word lest he rebuke you and you be found a liar. Amen. That's why it's so crucial, folks. Again, you know, again, what stabilizes man is the word of God, not our opinions. That's why, you know, if you are joining us for the first time or you've been in church for a long time, the one thing that we strive to do is to get you into a class called the Unlocking the Bible because we want to show you the whole counsel of God. One part of the word of God is not enough. We got to see the whole counsel. And then again, we warn people many times, do not add to his word. Amen. Otherwise, you will be rebuked. Amen. Because you will be found a liar. Don't alter the meaning of the word. That's why it is so important to understand why did Jesus do this? Why do we baptize in Jesus' name? Why do we do it? Because we do not want to add to the word of the Lord. We want to show you to the word of God. We want to rightly divide God's word. And so you see Agar, who's somebody who has famine and 
he had no knowledge of God. When he grabbed hold of the word of God, my goodness, oh, he has so much passion. You know what? It's so true, but, but it's true that people growing up in church sometimes will never, never appreciate what they have. You know, and, 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 and when someone came from the outside world, when they heard the word of the Lord and they respond, oh, there is such a fire that will come upon them because you know what? They, they finally understood that the word of God is precious. I pray that all of us will have that encounter, that the word of God is so powerful. Amen. Again, you know, let me recap what uh, Agar did in the first few verses. You know, he established his humil hum humility and then he stuns his audience with an insight of God's prophecy about Jesus. And then he takes a breath before his short prayer to endorse the scripture. Amen. Agar does not tell us how he came into contact with the word, but he got in contact and he had a personal experience with God. Amen. I think that's our goal. You know, not only we need to have contact with the word with God, but we need to experience that he is my shield. Amen. He is my defender. Amen. Everybody say praise God. And again, he issued a very strong warning. Do not add your ideas to God's word or you'll be condemned. Trusting in the Bible is foundational before we pray or do anything, which brings us to the next point. Amen. Again, this whole uh, uh, lesson is all about this. Amen. We're going to be unpacking, you know, three verses. Amen. Everybody say three verses. And I'm, well, I will be done. Amen. I, I don't know how long, how long that will take, but, but I think these verses are so crucial. Okay. So let's look at it real closely right now. In verse 7, it says, There's two things I've requested of you. Amen. Two things. Two things. Amen. I think it's a good place to start. <laughs> you know, some people just bring all the leads in the Bible, you know, all the prayer requests, and that's fine. But, but at the end of the day, let's not forget God's agenda. You know, what, what do we want God? And, and, and again, do you know what Edgar prayed for? He prayed for his weakness. You know, again, he, he started asking, you know, he identifies his two personal weakness, the two things he struggled with the most, discerning truth and owning stuff. <laughs> Let me say this. He asked for two things. Remove falsehood and lies from me and give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food allotted to me, lest I be full and deny you. Amen. Who is the Lord, or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God? Okay, here we go. The first thing that Agar did was pray that God help me discern truth. Amen. Amen. Everybody say praise God. I think if there's, 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 there's something that we need today is this thing called truth. Amen. And, you know, again, uh, uh, I don't know about you, but I, 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 when Eger prayed, he prayed, God help me that I do not take you for granted, that, that Lord, I, I, I really don't know, do not want the circular world of success. You know, I, I, I don't want any definition that is, 
that 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 is not your definition. I want truth, amen. Because they that worship me must worship in spirit and truth. And so many times when 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 people they just want to live in their fantasy world of illusion. They just want to get rich. They they just want to go after things. And and pretty soon what they find out is they are climbing on the wrong. Ladder, but but they didn't. They forgot that it takes time to climb a ladder, and when they climb down, it takes time too. <laughs> Amen. And then at the end of the day, she they realize, you know, or some people in the midst of uh, finding, you know, a uh, falsehood, you know, or, or, or finding life, they, they they climb up the wrong ladder. The worst part is some men will know that they are climbing uh, the wrong ladder. And and again, the world is full of lies. I, I just want to say that. And, and, and the first truth that, 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 that eager prayer about is, Lord, protect my ears from hearing lies that might lead me down the wrong path. Protect my ears from, from, from YouTube and all those music that is blasting, you know, telling me about what love is and what uh, 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 this is that and that. And, and, and they are trying to indoctrinate us so that the Word of God has no place. So Father, I just want to pray that you renew my mind. Amen. Amen. That I'll put on the mind of Christ. That's what Agar is doing you know he truth matters there is truth and and we can know it and the truth set us free set us free from satan the father of lies and 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 again he has been you know uh, uh sharing lies and lies oh you're gonna miss out on life if you don't do this and don't do that but those are lies amen and and, and part of Agar's prayer he admit his sincere brokenness before the creator and the universe and he is asking for help standing up to satan amen amen Edgar recognizes God is the source of virtue and integrity. He wants to be on the winning team. So like all of us here, he wants to be on the winning team that, that, that comes from hearing truth, discerning truth, and speaking truth. Amen. Again, you know, uh, I, I say this again, you know, uh, I think that should be our number one prayer because once we know truth, then we can practice the law of moderation. Amen. Let me say that again. Once we know truth, we can practice the law of moderation. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, a, a prayer was a prayer of balance or some people call it the prayer of moderation. Amen. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. Amen. You know, I, I thought it was very unique. Jesus prayed. He taught us, give us this day, our daily Bread. Amen. Again, every day we should ask God for moderation. Amen. You know, I don't want to be too fearful. You know, like, 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 you know, we, we, we talk about teaching a home Bible study, you know, UTB, and, and, and the student cannot be over anxious, but, but because he, he is fearful of the unknown, but there has got to be a healthy amount of not knowing, then he's learning, but too much of it can overwhelm the student. So, so again, we are talking about there is a balance here, okay? Yes, we need trials, but not trials that will destroy us. Amen. Amen. Trials, enough trials to make us, you know, go to God. Amen. To recognize that He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. I say again, this, this prayer of moderation is so crucial as, as we live for God. Amen. Lord, give me neither of the God. You know, I, I know... 
you know, I have to go through life and life is full of, you know, ups and downs and, and, and Lord, you know, I, I want to find that right job. I want to learn how to put a stop, you know, please God help me with truth. Help me understand the definition of this thing called success. I want, I do not want to leave my life, you know, chasing after uh, 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 money. Again, uh, 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 money is important, you know, but the love of money is the root of all evil. You did not say the money is the root of it. The, the love of money. So Father, help me find that right balance. Amen. So again, uh, uh, he prayed a prayer of what? Moderation. <laughs> Amen. You know, again, in the 21st century, you know, we are living in the age of extreme. Bigger is better. More house, more cars, more closet space, <laughs> more shelves for more trophies, more gadgets, more responsibility, so you can gain more and more, you know. And on the flip side, there's also another extremist, uh, extreme, you know. There is a, another subculture choosing life as a... Uh, uh, Minimalist, amen. You know, where people that say, so I don't want anything, minimalist. I don't think I can live like a minimal, uh, what, minimal, minimalist, okay? Where, where, where everything is just so clean, you know? Uh, 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 I, I, you know, God doesn't want us to be uh, minimalist and, and God doesn't want us to live in extravagance. God wants us to find that right balance, amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, I don't think that I can live in a micro apartment or a tiny home, amen, again. Uh, many people say that the, the, the generation of uh, minimalists is a response to a consumerism of the baby boomers. Amen. <laughs> okay, but, but, but don't worry right now, you know, uh, 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 we are not talking about minimalists. You know, we're talking about balance. <laughs> okay, everybody say praise God. Ego has identified balance, a perfect mixture of getting what you need and needing what you get. He summed up nicely, only by daily bread. When Ego wrote this chapter, his peers would instantly connected with his prayer because of the daily manna. Amen. God provided for their ancestors during their 40 years in the desert. Remember Exodus. You know, again, uh, 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 sometimes, you know, when you talk about this generation, you know, they like to have a lot, you know, again, uh, the best place to be is not too much, not too little. Amen. Finding that sweet spot. And there is balance. Amen. If we go off rails, you know, sometimes if we go after pursuing both extremes, it's poise. And again, you know, uh, like for instance, exercise. The amount of exercise you should get a balance. Extremes are living at the gym, taking steroids. <laughs> or being a total couch potato. <laughs> Amen. Again, let's talk about work. The extreme are not even looking for a job or even trying to live up to your potential. The flip side is being workaholic and missing your family. Let's talk about hobbies. You know, you ask yourself, is your hobby an obsession that maxes out your credit cards or leaves you cut off from the world? Or is it something that makes you a better person or something you can share with others? Amen. So again, you can see, we want to find that contentment, your daily bread. No more, no less. Your finances, your health, your relationship, your activities, your emotions all have a balance. Even with romance in a marriage, a husband and a wife need to find that mutual balance 
to meet each other needs. Amen. Again, I, I, I say this again, you know, uh, 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 you need to guide your children. Amen. Your children cannot be your God. Amen. That everything's crying out. You know, you need to guide your children. You need to start on a daily basis. Amen. You know, I, I, I find it hard, you know, to swallow the fact that sometimes, you know, the child has so much power that they make the two parents leave from a separate bed. You know, I, I think that's wrong. <laughs> Amen. You know, I, I think, you know, in the beginning stage, yeah, right, I, I can agree, but, but at the same time, you need to start teaching the child before there was a child that was dad and mom. <laughs> and before there was dad and mom, there is God. Amen. So again, you know, may, you may not be able to do it right away, but there has got to be a plan. There has got to be a, 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 a winning process. Amen. <laughs> again, uh, 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 you know, I, I, I just find it that, that in life, really, you know, we got to be very careful that, that, that we let things become our idol, even our different roles, you know, whether it's a father, mother, husband, wife, and so forth, that, that we have a tendency, you know, to, to please the physical rather than to please that invisible God who created you. Amen. So again, Agus prayer, Ega, sorry, Ega's prayer for only his daily bread was written almost a thousand years before Jesus Christ. And today we recognize this prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. Amen. Okay. So again, we need to find that right balance. Life is all about having a deeper of level of trust, the one who provides. Amen. It takes a bit of prayer and courage to pray. Give me only my daily bread. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Again, you know, the reasons why he prayed this prayer, because I may have too much to disown you and say, who is the Lord? I, I, you know what? I may have too much that I will usher God out of my life and say, who is the Lord? I still remember very clearly that people that I counsel, they say, Pastor, I really got no time. I got no time to read the word of God. So how? You still ask me to read the word of God. That means, that means you, you basically you are too busy <laughs> and you're going to have to pay for that, you know. <laughs> and, and again, you know, or, or some people are poor and steal and, 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 and dishonor the name of the Lord. It can be things like, you know, people who, who get so consumed with the word of God and, <laughs> and steal time from, from your employer. Instead of working, you start going around, become an evangelist. So again, we got to be balanced. You know, when it's time to work, work. But when it's time to have a break, you find that break. Amen. Again, Eger identified his weakness. His weakness was materialism stuff. He knew if he had too much, he would take credit for himself. I don't need God after all. Amen. And, and if he knew that he had too little, he would steal and dishonor God. Eger was asking for cash flow to be just right, to be clear. Money itself was not the problem. It was Eger's emotional attachment to money. The Bible doesn't say money is the root of evil. It says for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And do you know how that verse ends? You know, in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10, it says this. You know, some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. Amen. Amen. Be careful. 
that everything that you say is all about money. Money is just physical and temporal. Behind the money, there's a spirit. You know, you got to be careful that you control that, that love for money. And, and again, you know, I, I'm not against investing, but in like in anything else, you know, moderation. <laughs> Amen. Moderation. Balance. You know, you don't want to have too much that you forget God. You know, there are times where I can tell people forget God. Only when they have things that they need from God, then they talk to Him. Amen. Again, the love of money will pierce you with many sorrows. Eger knew that. Again, I want to applaud Agus for his self-awareness. He's praying in essence, Lord, keep me dependent on you, having complete trust in you. And that's the balance of which I want to live. I can't do life without you. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. He, not my bank account, not my shares, make me lie down. Amen. Amen. Having more than we need, having less than we need. Amen. Amen. Again, contentment leads to empowerment. Both extremes are difficult, but somewhere in the between is that beautiful concept known as contentment. Okay, let's turn to this scripture. I love this scripture here. It goes like this. Philippians chapter 4, verse 12 to 13. I've learned the secret of being content in any situation, whether we, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in one. I can do all things through Him who gives me strength. Amen. Let me repeat that again. I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to be, have plenty, and I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through Him who gives me strength. Amen. Again, life is all about balance. Everybody say praise God. Amen. I want to be delivered from the power of circumstances to rule over my heart. Everybody say praise God. You know, again, this, this, these two things are inseparable. I've learned the secret of being content. Amen. So what's life all about? What's success all about? Are you becoming the person that God wants you to be? Are you utilizing the gifts that God has given to you? Amen. Are you harnessing your gifting? And are you blessing someone else with your gifting? Amen. That's really what life is really all about. You know, again, you know, I, I, I can tell you one thing. I can, you know, in this world, you know, and you read the scripture, you know, immediately following after that, you know, you start reading the scripture. He talks about a generation, you know, uh, in Proverbs chapter 30 onwards, you know, I think it's uh, uh, verse 10 onwards, he talks about a generation that curse their father and do not bless their mother, a generation that are not pure in their own eyes and yet is not washed from their filthiness. And, and, and there's a coming of a generation, you know, that, that, that wants to be, the in control that wants to be in their definition of what success looked like, you know, and 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 I'm just concerned that 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 Eger was a prophet and he can prophesy about the age to come, 
Amen. This generation is one that doesn't know how to honor authorities. And when you want to tell them about God, they will, they will, you know, their teeth will, are like swords and, and, and their jaw teeth are like knives. Amen. They will just, oh, you know, and, 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 and this is the generation that we are living in today, you know, and, and it's so crucial, you know, to, to teach your children honor, the importance of honoring your dad and your mom. And, 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 and it goes on in, 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 and 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 eager in verse 15 onwards you mean verse 15 verse 16 verse uh, 7 uh, 17, you know, all those things, right? He start talking about, you know, think this world will not satisfy. Amen. Amen. And this satisfaction, this satisfaction is the pro is 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 the root of all problems. Let me say that again. He started with the wisdom of God and, and he goes on to talk about the wonders of God, the eagles flying, how boats uh, is able to stay afloat and so forth. And, 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 and the whole idea that he wants to bring us across is to understand, don't lose the wonder of how God created stuff and lose the wonder, the awe and wonder of your creator. Amen. So again, you know, when, when we lose sight of the awe and wonder of Creator, we lose contentment. Amen. We look for stuff to add on. You know, we are empty on the inside and, and you just can't help it, folks. You are either consciously or subconsciously doing, filling yourself with stuff to find that void, that balance. And, and, and if you don't find that right balance, you know, you are, you are not intentional about having guardrails. You know, this is a prayer, perfect prayer of guardrails. And God knows exactly what we need. That's why we, we are told to pray, lead me not into temptation. Oh Lord, that you are my daily bread. Amen. You are my sustenance. You know, you are the one that I need, Lord. Help me understand if I don't get that right, I will be a vacuum and I'll be sucked with all winds of doctrine. I'll be tossed to and flow. One moment I'm thinking this way. One moment I'm thinking this way. One moment I'm thinking this way. I'm not uh, grounded. Amen. And, and, and you know what? You know, if I'm not careful, you know, everything will start to collapse, you know. And, and, and Lord, help me not forget you. And that's what contentment is really all about. In every situation, I recognize the source of my life is Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. That, that at the end of the day, you know, I want to know my God. I want to live in that law of moderation or the law of balance. That sweet spot. Amen. And God is God's will for us. You know, God is not impressed with your bank account. God is not impressed with how many cars you earn. God is never not impressed of how much you gave the church last year. But God is asking you again and again, who are you becoming? Amen. Hey, can I share something with you? It's really okay. You know, if your kid doesn't get to go to anywhere or Harvard. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Again, I, I, I want to say this again. Don't go chase after things. Draw near to God. Rest in Him. Trust Him, the one who loves you. Amen. Trust Him is the one who plays you with what kind of career you need to take. You know, again, you know, the devil first of all, wants you to use your strength to make things happen. Don't do that. Do the best ability. Find that right balance of what's mine and what's God. 
Amen. Amen. Don't take God's role. Amen. And trust Him. Whether it's finding a new job, you've done all that you know, you give it to Him. Amen. Just give it to Him. You know, your marriage, you do your part and just give it to Him. Your business, just give it to Him. Do your part, your education, your family and so forth. Amen. Find that right balance. You know, and again, you need to have some gut reels in your life. Amen. Living in the extremes, you will never find your future. But when you choose to depend on God alone for your daily needs, you become more like Him. The ability to know right from wrong sharpens. Extreme becomes less attractive. As you walk in this straight path, you enjoy the journey and have a clear vision of the path ahead. The sun come out. Amen. Those every aggravating obstacles vanish. Amen. Again, I'm talking about that sweet spot. Amen. Don't let the world influence you. Amen. Don't worry about what people think. You can hardly please people. You know, I like what my dad says. You know, I don't understand, man. You know, we buy cars to impress people that we don't like. <laughs> Amen. So true. Find that contentment, that place, that serenity in Christ Jesus. Amen. You just got to press in, you know, and say, God, you make me lie down. Amen. You steal waters for me. Amen. Hallelujah. God, I want to find that right balance, that right balance of being leading my life and you leading my life, Father. Because God, it is hard to navigate life challenges. Amen. And I pray, God, Lord, at the end of the day, God, I don't want to be not wanting to have you and I'll at the end live like an atheist and say, who is God? I don't want to live like a Christian atheist. I want my life to have you in the picture because all these things will, will, will start to fade away and I'm going to stand in the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's why, God, I practice all the financial principles that I have because I want to put you first. Oh, Lord, that, that the tithing and the offerings that I bring before you reminds me who is the Lord? Who is the Lord? Amen. I know it's challenging, but when I praise it at the altar, I remember you are my God, you are my sustenance, oh God. Amen. You are able to make me and I'm going to cast all my, 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 my treasure into your hand because you know how to take care of those things. Amen. And, and again, God, I need you. Amen. I, I, I don't know why, but I just feel this, that, that again, you know, we need to remember in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, it says this, for we are the world Manship created in Christ Jesus for good works and which God prepared beforehand so that we may we would walk in them. Amen. We are all his workmanship. God has prepared you and your own workmanship. There's only one me. Amen. And 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 you know what? Again, everybody's asking the question again, what should I do with my life? Amen. Again, I, I, I want you to understand it is not mystical. You know, it's not a mystery. You do what you need to do to observe all things, to observe all things He's commanded you and then leave the, the, the things that is beyond you to God. Let Him be your God. 
Amen. Find that right balance of your obedience and, and so that God can do His part for us. Amen. And, and, and don't you worry. You know, don't you worry because worry tells us, you know, I, again, I say this to people all the time. When you worry, you're walking in the flesh. You're walking within your limitations. Walk in His unlimitations. Amen. Everybody say praise God. And, and in life, just do the best of your ability. Find your hands to do things. Bless someone. You know, bring a message of hope. Just if you can cook, cook a good meal. Amen. For your family. Give God the glory. If you can pray, pray. If you can plan, plan. All kinds of stuff. You know, just, just find fulfillment. Amen. In knowing who God is. And, and then the flow of the Spirit will come. That balance. Amen. Everything that you do will be such a beautiful balance. But first of all, you need to go to the one who is able to help you. His name is Jesus Christ. Again, consider your boundaries in your life. Amen. You don't want to do anything to dishonor the one who loves you. Amen. Again, you know, I don't know about you, but, but, but I can go on and go on and go on talking about balance. But, but again, life is really a balancing act. You know, and every time when we lose our balance, don't, don't lose up hope. Amen. You know, let's get back to loving God, loving others as ourselves. And, and, and let's ask ourselves, what am I motivated? And where is that motivation coming from? Is it because of my insecurities that I don't believe what God says about me? And you need to treasure hunt that area for a while. Amen. Because I really want to really recognize who am I. You know, he, I was bought with a price that I belong to Jesus. Once I belong to his family, I'm a success. I belong to him. And I, I just want to flow under that, that flow that I want to have that right balance in my life. Amen. I don't want to have too much that I disown my God. Amen. And I don't want to become so poor that I'm tempted. Amen. To steal, to dishonor your name, Father. Lord, I want to live in that sweet spot. And this is the will of the Father that we live in that sweet spot. Amen. And, and the Bible talks about the Lord's prayer. Lord, give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us as we forgive others that trespass against us. Amen. And lead me not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. I believe it's a prayer of balance. Amen. A law of moderation. You know, it says that I forgive so that you can forgive me. Amen. You know, it's a law of Moderation, receiving and giving. Amen. So, so I, I want you to challenge you, church, you know, in, in, in this last days that we are living in, let's live in that sweet spot. And it is God's will for us to live in that sweet spot. And I want to thank this person by the name of Eger that teaches us how you and I can live in that sweet spot. Amen. That balance. Hallelujah. Not too much. Not too little. Amen. Everybody say, not too much, not too little. Amen. Again, I, I want to pray that God will help us. You know, everything that we do, we do it to our best ability. We do it with excellence and give God the glory. Amen. Whatever we do. And again, your balance may not be my balance. Okay, let me say that again. Amen. Amen. You know, taller people have a harder sense of finding that balance, shorter people, they have a, you know, again, all of us have different, you know, uh, way to balance ourselves and you got to find that sweet spot. It is our God's given 
God's given desire for us to find that sweet spot. Not too much, not too little. Grace and mercy, truth. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't we just pray and ask God to help us? Amen. I hope this lesson has helped you, you know, to that you, this is something that we need to pray on a daily basis because at the end of the day, I don't want to lose my balance. Amen. I don't want to lose my balance. Amen. Can, can we just lift our hands right now and ask God to help us? Amen. Father, Father, there's so much demands out there. Calling our name out, God. Lord, there are so many ideas and philosophy out there that is trying to grab a hold of my attention. Lord, I'm asking you, Jesus, God, that God, I'm coming into your presence and two things have I required of thee. Lord, deny me. Deny me them not before I die. Deny me them not before I die. Remove far from me vanity and lies and give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food convenient for me, lest I'll be full and deny thee. And say, who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. So Lord, as I come before your presence, Lord. Come on, just let your voice out for a moment, right? Lord, I'm in a very vulnerable position. Come on, if you are in a vulnerable position, just lift up your hands, God. Lord, I feel like, amen, I feel like my life is out of balance, God. I have no control. But God, whatever God that I control seems to be falling apart, Father. And Lord, right now, God, I recognize, God, that I got to live in that sweet spot. And Father, when all the music fades away, God, when everything else, Lord, just fade away, God, I, it's just me and you, Father. It's just me and you, God. I pray, God, give us this day our daily bread. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. God, for yours is the kingdom, Lord. I live for you. You are the good shepherd, Lord. And I pray, whatever seasons of my life, I need you. Oh Lord, I need you, Jesus God. You be my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not want. Lord, every time when I live in a state of dissatisfaction, Lord, let me know that I can bring my dissatisfaction before your presence. Lord, let me know, God, that you are there, waiting patiently, God, and you long to fellowship with me. Lord, and I'm able to find that sweet balance because, Lord, I live for you. Come on, church, why don't we just leave our hands? If your loved one is around you right now, just pray for them right now. Deny me not true, Father. Deny me not true. Vanity of lies, God. I do not want that. Hallelujah. But God, I'm understanding your presence. God, I worship you. I love you. I thank you for your goodness. Lord, it is you that I worship. So have your way. Do your will, Father, right now. 
in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Come on, just lift your hands right now. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Pray in, pray in the Spirit and pray with understanding. Let's find that right balance. I worship you, Jesus. You are my all in all. You are worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, Jesus, God. In the midst of a crisis, Father, you are there right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, have your way, do your will. Father, thank you. Thank you, God, that you are there. Thank you for aligning me back, God, to you. I give you honour, I give you praise. Let's thank the Lord one more time. Father, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you honour, we give you praise. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days. Not just my living days, but all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. Again, uh, there'll be a virtual uh, foyer today after service. So, you know, you know the drill. So again, we'll see you uh, at the virtual foyer real soon. God bless every one of you. Thank you for staying uh, online. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. Amen. Can we just, can I just pray for you? Father, watch over them right now. Father, we are living in uncertain times, but one thing that remains constant and that's your love and your faithfulness. We rest in that today. Lord, we rest in hope. We rest in an assurance that comes from above. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.